Hey friends, I have one thing to ask of you before this podcast begins. My heart behind my podcast is for it to touch as many women as possible so that they can grow in their faith and know that they are not alone on their journey to heaven. I can't do this without your help. So I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share today's episode with just one friend who you think would grow by listening to today's conversation. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? Let's do this, girl. Hello, Caitlin, and welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here um, and to share a conversation um, about from maiden to motherhood. So what it was like for you to become a mom. I'm super excited. So um, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to get to chat today um, and just get to learn from you as I'm even stepping into motherhood. Um, and when this goes live, it's my due date. So who knows if my baby will be here or not. But um, so, yeah, before we dive in, would you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, as all good things start with a prayer, I'd like to start in a prayer if you don't yeah, mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Okay. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Lord, help me to live this day quietly, peacefully. To lean upon thy great strength trustfully, restfully. To wait for the unfolding of thy will patiently, serenely. To meet others peacefully, joyously. To face tomorrow confidently and courageously. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Great. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, My name is Caitlin Helgett. I just turned 23 in January. And I'm born and raised in North Dakota to a Catholic family. And so when it came time for me to choose a university, I decided to continue um, the pursuit of my faith at the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. So close to my hometown, Um, the University of Mary has been a huge gift to me. Um, It's an amazing institution that um, is authentically and joyfully Catholic. So I was actually able to meet my husband there. His name is Ben. Um, we met my freshman year of college and got married the summer of after my sophomore year. So in the fall of 2020. Cool. And we had my first daughter, Frances, in December of 2021. So a little over a year later. Yeah. Um, so I'm a stay-at-home mom now. And so I do that full-time. And then I work part-time at my mom's coffee shop. So she owns a coffee shop and I'm able to do um, marketing and media for them. And then Ben and I actually have a wedding videography business. So we specialize in um, Catholic wedding videos. So that has been really fun to get to do that with him. Yeah. And I'm finishing my undergrad in Catholic studies right now. So I'll graduate in April. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's so cool. So fun. You get to do so many like you know, kind of like little nooks and crazy type things, but that are also like, um, like, you know, intertwined with your faith. I think that's so cool. You know, get to be a mom and you get to, you know, do some marketing, you know, with a coffee shop. How fun. Oh, that sounds so cool. And then your videography. That's so amazing. Um, 
fellow Midwesterner too. That's awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I like everyone is always on like the coast or like yeah. <laughs> Indiana or Ohio. I'm like, yes, we love our Midwesterner yes, girl. So um, yes. So obviously you became a mom at a young age, you know, just as I am as well. Um, what was that transition like for you into motherhood? You know, what did you learn? What did you not expect? Um, you know, feel free to share kind of about that season as much or as little as you'd like. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was, yeah, I had Francis at 21, almost 22. Yep. Um, and it was very, it was a very fast transition, a very beautiful transition, but a lot more challenging than I had expected. Yeah. Um, I paid a lot of attention and I guess the advice that I got was a lot about pregnancy and labor. So I focused a lot on, you know, first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester preparations, yep. and especially preparations for labor. Um, but I kind of ignored what they call the fourth trimester or um, postpartum. Yeah. And so that transition, like after labor into, okay, I have a baby now, was very abrupt. Um, and so, yeah, rather than focusing on a lot of the like spiritual preparation and mental preparation of becoming a mother, I made the mistake of only focusing on like the practical aspects of like, okay, I have the nursery decorated or I, I have diapers and a car seat, which those things need to be done, of course, and are yeah. important too. Um, but I kind of missed the key preparation of like, praying and asking the Lord um, to help me with this transition and what that might look like for me. Um, and so I say this because I wish this, these are things that I would have heard when mm -hmm. I was pregnant and becoming a mother. Cause yeah, I just need someone to be real and raw. Um, so I don't say any of these things to instill any sort of fear, but just to um, yeah, be ready to, enter into such a beautiful um state in life yeah and so yeah I don't know I just felt like we emphasize a lot the prep for our bodies and our minds and our souls for labor especially as we need to um and it's just as important that we prepare in the same way for a this big transition into motherhood um and along the same lines like labor for me although it was super hard, was one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. Mm. And that goes along with mother motherhood too. It's a, yeah. it's a constant challenge and it is really hard at times, but it's also one of the most beautiful experiences I've had the gift to be able to, to be into. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it wasn't so much a transition, but almost a transformation into mm. a motherhood from this maiden um, who not, not in her own fault is maybe a little, a little bit self-centered and yeah. focused on her own life into a mother who's constantly, um, like outward focused onto her children and her children and her husband become the center of her life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so just taking on this call that God's asking me to take on in motherhood um, for the sake of his church was, yeah, something I maybe had wished I had prepared myself a little bit, a little bit more for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so I, 
it was harder than I thought, but a lot more beautiful than I had anticipated as well. Yeah, I love that. I think, I love how you just mentioned, it's just how like, how raw you were with the fact of like, I didn't, you know, I didn't prepare myself maybe for that season, right? Or that, that trimester, right? Number four. Um, I think that just gives me kind of insight as well as someone preparing for um, motherhood of like, you know, I'm kind of like the go with the flow person <laughs> right now. Yeah. Kind of just like, we're, we're vibing, we're, you know, one day closer every day, like, you know, he'll be here before we know it. Cool. Um, and like, I've been babysitting my nephew, so I've been getting a lot of mom life kind of in, um, a couple days a week. And so, um, I mean, I've even learned things of like putting his needs before mine and he's just my nephew. Right. Like, um, so I'm like, this is going to be like, I mean, 10 times what it's like to watch my nephew in the sense of like, you know, demanding of me and just getting to be a mom. But I'm also just excited to like, this is my baby. (laughs) So I'm excited for that. Are you a bride-to-be and currently find yourself overwhelmed with all the aspects of wedding planning? Girl, I was there too. Don't worry. I remember the wedding planning phase and it was a lot to do. But look no further. I have something perfect for you. White Lily Weddings is a Catholic wedding planning company with a team of planners all over the United States. Marie, the owner of White Lily Weddings and her team, are passionate about creating a day that magnifies the goodness of God and emphasizes the sacramental graces in marriage. You can learn more about their Catholic wedding planning services at whitelilyweddings.com or visit them on Instagram at white.lily.weddings. All of these links are in the episode description. Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, that transition was difficult. How did how did that change your life? And how did that transition into motherhood change your relationship with Christ? And maybe just, I mean, even like your prayer time and how you pray, you know, how did that change your, yeah, like I said, your prayer life? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot. It, it makes a big difference um, just in the amount of time that you have. But like I had mentioned before, you know, the Lord through motherhood is calling us um, to this vocation. And so we have to respond to the call. And so we either will say, you know, yes, Lord, like your will be done. I will do your work. Um, or no, my will is more important than mine. And that's not the call of yeah. mothers, you know. And so we say, yes, Lord, like I will um, serve you in this way and serve my children for you. And it forces you into a life of virtue. Like whether you want to or not, yep. the call to motherhood is a call to virtue. Yeah. Um, and you're forced to practice that just by, you know, responding to the needs of your children. Um, my maid of honor in my wedding she's pregnant right now and she was talking with another mom who said um she she goes I don't think mothers have to go through purgatory because you literally are forced into virtue so much that you know like you don't have to have this period in purgatory which I thought was really funny um but yeah it forces you to be selfless and you have to lay your life down you know the constant diapering and nursing and loving um presence to to your children and so it's a hard reality but it's really beautiful and it gave me a new perspective um of christ becoming a mom so prior to parenthood i kind of pictured myself as you know looking up at christ
father looking down on me, um, you know, because I'm an earthly daughter. And so I, that's kind of the role that I like saw myself in, um, in relation to the father. And it made me ask the questions of like, why would he die for me? Um, and I kind of had a hard, like, it, it was kind of difficult for me to understand that. Um, and I knew the answer in my head that they tell us um, that, you know, in the faith, he dies because he loves you. And so I knew that in my head, yeah. but it was hard for me to really understand. Um, but becoming a parent, I was really able to see it from Christ's perspective because now just how Christ looks down on me, I'm able to look at my daughter and the constant um, and daily choosing to lay my life down for my daughter and the love that I have for her, no matter what she does, no matter what she doesn't do, just because of who she is, um, that I'm going to love her and give my life for her is the same, is not even the same. It's just a sliver of the amount of love that Christ has for me. Um, and so I was able to understand God's love in a different way and really be able to get to know in my heart um, Christ's real and perfect love yeah. that I hadn't really been able to kind of get to, to click before or feel like that before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in answering the question about prayer life in that way, I feel like I've been able to have a deeper prayer because I'm able to have a different understanding and like relationship with Christ because mm -hmm. because of that but it has completely changed you know I lived the first we just actually moved off of campus mm -hmm. so my husband was a residence director so we lived in an apartment um, at the University of Mary yeah and so for the past four years I was in a residence hall that had a chapel two minutes walk from me, you know, um, daily mass every day where I lived. And so I was able to go to the chapel, go to adoration, even just like have a consistent focus during the mass. Yeah. Um, and so now, you know, at mass, I'm a little bit more distracted with taking care of Francis and, um, maybe I'm not able to have those like long periods of focus during prayer, but I feel like it's been deeper and has caused me to have to be more intentional and disciplined with my prayer, which creates um, a really deep relationship with the Lord that might look different than before, but isn't necessarily, um, I would say is better yeah. than, um, than it has been in the past even though it looks a lot different. Yeah. That's something that I'm preparing myself for is, is the, the change in the sense of like, okay, you know, like just as this, this, the change from, you know, moving home from college and then getting married, right. That, that season of that transition and how prayer life had to change in the time of day I prayed had to change and like, you know, just routines change. And like, I'm working on preparing myself for this, like, okay, you know, my life is now going to be revolved around, my children, um, starting with baby number one here. Right. Like, yeah. and you know, so it's like, okay, so it's going to be revol revolved around his life where, um, you know, like I have no idea where 
faith is going to be like plugged in there. You know, like I don't know what his routines are going to be like or, um, you know, maybe when prayer is going to work the best for me, you know, and like making those efforts to get to daily mass and adoration and things like that. Um, but I think for me, I've experienced a lot of like, I don't know, just excitement in the sense of I don't know what that's going to be like because like I want the Lord to teach me that. You know, I don't know if you kind of experienced that of like, okay, it's like, it's a whole new season. And I mean, I'm sure you were exhausted. I'm sure the first month yeah. or being a mom is exhausting in general. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that was just a similar thing for you of like, okay, like this is a whole new season. Like I'm laying my life down for my baby. Uh, like Lord, like, you know, just give me the graces to be with you whenever that is, if it's for five minutes or if it's, you know, just spending time while you're nursing your baby, talking to the Lord, like, you know, the Lord appreciates that. And that's something that sometimes I think if you're, if you're a type A person like me, um, sometimes we're like, have our routine, right? Like, yeah. I want to do this. Yep. I want to like check the, check the boxes kind of a thing of like, I just want to spend time in prayer. Like Lord be with me, whatever. And it happens at eight o'clock every morning. It's like you have a baby and it's going to be all thrown off schedule. Right? <laughs> I, know you can, I know you can say, yes, Whitney, it will. <laughs> yes, yes, Whitney, it will for sure. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think that was a, actually a really good thing for me is to have to kind of surrender that control. Yeah, um, that desire that kind of, yeah. Yeah, and when you were talking, it reminded me um, – the first couple months during the night feeds and waking up and having to nurse Francis throughout the night, I, um, she really liked to be rocked. And we lived in a one-bedroom apartment, and so I would – a small one-bedroom apartment. And so I would um, walk around with her as after I nursed her to put her back to bed, and I would say Hail Marys um, and Decades of the Rosary um, during that time for people that – had asked me for prayers or I knew that needed prayers um, or for important people in my life. And so I was kind of able to, you know, tie my tiredness and the sacrifices I was making for the sake of the people that, that I love or that I knew needed prayers. And so it's just things like that, you know, I couldn't have anticipated that, but um, yeah, just finding the time and um, asking the Lord to, to guide you and, being okay, being uncomfortable and not knowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, that also creates another dynamic that um, to the relationship with the Lord that can be really beautiful if we yeah. are willing to sacrifice that control. Absolutely. Absolutely. When we can sacrifice that control, then I feel like then we really lean into the trust on the Lord. And I'm sure in a season like that, you know, you're just like, you know, you just like lean it in for all the trust you can get. Yeah. Like more like, you know, I'm exhausted. I don't want to get up again. Like, please just give me the grace, right? Like <laughs> to not be crabby or whatever, you know? Um, and see, I think out of that, that surrender and the surrender of the desire to have, you know, maybe more of a routine prayer or those types of things or a consistent day every week, I go to mass instead of what's going to work for us in that day. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's, I mean, out of that, that's when we, when we really get to lean into the Lord, um, and I think it's kind of, I mean, I can't speak to this, but like really entering into that ultimate sacrifice, being a mother mm -hmm. uh, of really just laying your life down, you know, like, and I'm sure like even for you, uh, becoming a mom of, you know, the things that maybe you wanted to do might not get to happen as much anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe your hobbies um, don't get to happen as much anymore, but 
those those look different now in the new season and I think that's something that um we always hear like the babies and dreams kind of thing that Leah Darrow always talks about which is so incredible of like babies like don't ruin our life like Mm -hmm. they are our life right Um, and like I could go on about that forever but um just how good it is and how much just as you I think you kind of had mentioned this of like experiencing the father's love of when we step into this vocation like we are stepping into sainthood in a way of getting the lord you know fulfilling um where we are being you know fulfilled in the sense of like this is our vocation so we are called to do and we follow that um that's when we're you know another step closer to sainthood you know yeah that makes sense (laughs) Um, um and yeah i like that you brought up leoderos um you know our babies don't ruin our dreams but just add to to the joy of our dreams and that's something that I heard a lot when I was pregnant and I found myself you know like one month two months three months six months postpartum and Francis was still taking up a lot of my time and a lot of um, my attention and I was like when am I gonna when am I or am I ever going to be able to have time to do the, do these hobbies or um, be able to, you know, be able to spend more time doing the things that I wanted to do. Um, and it's just the fact that when they are younger and when they are n- newborns and little yes. babies, they are going to take up more of our time and attention. And that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they become more independent. Um, they're able to, you know, do a little bit more things on their own and, yep. you know, play on their own a little bit and um so it does get easier as it goes and there does get more time for you to be able to um have both of your dreams you know being yeah. both under and some of the things that you want to do and serve the lord in other ways as well yeah yeah just kind of being um persevering and enjoying the times and enjoying the time when you have to slow down in the newborn months and then um knowing that there will be a little bit of relief as they get a little bit older yeah and another thing to note um is like you know this season I like I hate putting it in this way but like seasons are only temporary Mm -hmm. you know and so like um you know I've even like heard my sisters, one of my sisters just had a baby last fall and was talking about like, um, you know, just like, this is my time to raise my babies. Like, you know, like they're only going to be little for so long. I get one opportunity to raise my babies and I'm going to do that. And so it's like, that's another thing that I'm also reminding myself of is like, yes, my business is growing and what's happening with Abundantly Yours is so beautiful. And I'm so thankful for everything happening. Um, but like the Lord is already teaching me to slow down prior to even being like having my baby here. Right. And so just through like some of the days that maybe I'm not quite as interested to go watch my nephew, (laughs) you know, I'd rather stay home and get business work done. He's teaching me to like crave this silence in the slow time. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my sister's like, make sure you like, you know, you can turn music on and like, it's okay if he's, you know, you have music on while he's sleeping. It's fine. I'm like, like, I know, but I just want this, like, silence. I just want this peace. Um, and I know that's the Lord preparing my heart for this, like, you know, the silent hour, this hours of the night that, 
you know, or just you're up rocking your baby, you're feeding them. And, you know, that, that aren't always easy. It'd be like, I'd rather be in bed with my husband snuggling <laughs> and sleeping, right? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so just like, um, I think it's beautiful in the way that the Lord prepares our hearts in ways that like, we don't even know we need for mm-hmm. that next season. Um, but I know what I was saying at the beginning, my pregnant brain is squirrely sometimes. <laughs> okay. um, like, um, you know, like these seasons are only temporary and our babies are only so little for so long. And mm-hmm. so it's like, yes, I know these are some of the hardest seasons that as moms you go through of, you know, your children being is you know, dependent on you as they will be. Cause as they get older one day, like just as you mentioned, they're more independent. Um, it's like really soaking in this time because I know my mom says, she's like, I just miss when you guys were little baby yeah. girls. And you know, it's like, you know, in 20 years, like our babies are going to be grown up and you know, I was just talking to my husband. I'm like, I'm going to have my um, mother-son dance at his wedding. And I'm like, this is so sad. Why am I thinking about it? You're not born yet, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it reminds me of like, these seasons go so fast. We know how fast time flies. And so um, I guess something that I've just been preparing my heart for is like for time to fly and to do yeah. as best as I can to just be in the moment. And so, like I said, I don't know what it's like to be a mom yet, but that's something that I guess I'm preparing myself for. I don't know if that's practical since you've experienced it, but. No, um, I think you're spot on. I think that is a beautiful way to look at it and to always have um, hearts of gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. And just be thankful for the the present day that we get with our children, although they might be crabby. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what ingredients are found in your daily skincare and makeup routine? Could there be toxins in all of your products that are silently impacting your health? There are so many brands out there that claim to be clean or organic or pure, but are they actually clean? Due to a lack of regulation, beauty and cosmetic companies often use ingredients known to be harmful in their products. Let me repeat that part again. There are toxic chemicals associated with hormone disruption, increased cancer risk, and more in many of the products we put on our bodies every day. Uh, absolutely no thanks. There's a better way and I'm so excited to share it with you. I found makeup and skincare that I genuinely love that is actually clean, toxin-free, and organic. They've set a completely new standard for me and I feel a million times better wearing makeup I know won't compromise my hormones, health, or happiness. And the real kicker, they actually perform like my old favorites without the unnecessary gunk. Can I get an amen? In a world where it's so hard to know if products are what they claim to be, I'm so grateful to have found this line. You can get $10 off the makeup and skincare brand I use, Crunchy, when you use my link in the episode description. It's time to ditch the chemicals and protect your body with clean beauty and skincare. So yeah, as you mentioned, you're a stay-at-home mom, also doing a couple little side gigs. Um, what is it like to be a stay-at-home mom? You know, what is that life like for you? Um, if you want to share, I'd love to hear just because that's my plan as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of messy right now um, <laughs> in the best way. Messy as in like actually messy. Francis just started walking and so oh. getting into everything yeah. and you know, tearing everything out of drawers and trying to rearrange and make it more functional. But yeah, it's really been beautiful to be able to invest in um, how my daughter is raised and the values that she learns and the skills that she's able to learn. Um, And we talked about surrendering control, but it's kind of 
a beautiful gift to be able to have um, a sort of control on what my daughter sees and hears and the way that she um, gets to be raised and know that that I get to know and my husband gets to know that she's being raised in a way that is going to help her to be holy and help her on her path to sainthood and so yeah it's really fun um a lot of learning along the way yeah and since she's changing so much each day you know our routine changes so much each day and it varies and it's not always perfect um but it really like you were saying forces me to slow down and be present with her and not get so caught up in trying to get all these type a tasks done all the time and there's dishes to do and laundries to do but um as we've been talking this whole time the most important thing that I need to remember is that I want my daughter to know that she's loved and that she has my attention in the world that is deprived of people that are willing to give their attention to other people um and that you know she can rely on me and have someone that um love loves her and is willing to slow down and and just simply be with her Um, yeah yeah, and so it looks like not of a lot of long time for me um and not a lot of time that I get to do the things Mm -hmm. that I quote-unquote want to do because I do want to be with her and I do want to have this time with her and so it is really important and really special to me that my husband and I are able to make it work for me to stay at home and that he's able to along with my part-time um he's able to work really hard so that you know this thing that we deem really important for us to stay for having me to stay at home with our kids is um able to be a reality so yeah yeah I love that I just I love how you said your routine changes every day you know yeah and even just like I mean watching my nephew and the way that he changes just week by week. Like, you know, like I said, I watch him just a couple of days a week. So after every weekend, it's like, I come back and I'm like, holy cow, like, you know, he pops two more teeth, you know, or um, like just even the way that he like sits up more and um, is more interactive throughout the day. It's like, it's crazy how fast like they change and how fast they grow and learn new things. And so it's like, I just, I really like how you said your routine is going to change every day because I'm very much so, I love my more so of a routine. Like I don't have like a, the list of like, okay, I get up and I wash my face and I get ready. Like those things all happen just yeah. in their own mumble jumble order. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just knowing that like, you know, there might be days that, you know, I don't wash my face until it's 11 AM because, mm-hmm. you know, my child's sick or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, but really in, in that season of learning of like, surrendering to that and I think I'm really just embracing like embracing the mess you know of like you know I might not shower for two days because I'm (laughs) my kid alive like like just enjoying it even though it's going to be hard I think I love that how you just mentioned it how it just changes and like you know for you a year ago you know Francis wasn't walking around you know (laughs) just how fast it all changes yeah so yeah yeah this is so good. Thank you for sharing. Um, so as we kind of um, begin to wrap up, 
Um, what is one piece of advice you want every young Catholic woman to know? This can relate to mom things or not, um, but feel free to share. Yeah, I was thinking about this question and I could have answered it in 20 different ways. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think what I want young women to know most is that they are not alone. Um, I feel like in our society, we tend to hide our struggles as women and, um, you know, really put on our best faces in front of women because either we don't want to be a burden to somebody else or we don't want other people to see that we're hurting. Um, but anything that you've gone through, anything you've experienced, anything you're currently going through, any sin, any struggle, any insecurity, you know, many other women have gone through the same things that you're going through or have gone through, um, the same sins that you've committed, the same insecurities that you're struggling with. Um, you're not alone in those and you're not a burden. Um, and I know it's super vulnerable to share those things with people, but as women, we need to reach out to each other and, um, trust each other and ask for help and so that we know that we're not alone in these things um, so that we can pursue Christ more and um, let Christ carry our cross with us and so yeah I just want women to just have joy and not be so weighed down by um, these things that so many other people are are struggling with and the only reason that they're hard is because we aren't that we don't know that other people are are struggling with them and we're not allowing Christ to um, carry our cross with us so yeah I love that that's great um I also want to just like even mention of like um the saints and finding a saint who struggled with what you did um you know I know you can't physically talk to them in person but like learning about their life and what helped them you know maybe those are just some um, ways that we can learn um, from the saints and then also, you know, pray with their intercession, um, you know, just for them to to pray for you um, as they're in heaven. So um, I love that. You are not alone. You're never alone. <laughs> um, and know that the Lord is always with you no matter what's happening, whatever is going down. Yeah. God's got you. So um, I love that. That's wonderful. Um, so before we leave, where can people follow you? Yeah, I'm pretty much solely on Instagram. Um, so you can just type in Caitlin Helgett or my handle is caitlin.helgett. Um, yeah, so you can find me there. You'll find Francis there as well. <laughs> and yeah, I just get to see a little bit into our life and what we're up to. Yeah, awesome. If you guys have any questions about um, this topic, feel free to reach out to her. Um, just ask her for some advice. I'm sure she can help or point you yeah, in a good do, direction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining me, for sharing um, just, yeah, about your journey becoming a mom and giving me a little bit more insight of, <laughs> of what it's going to be like. So um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Winnie. Yes, absolutely. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Abundantly Yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. That way, you'll never miss another episode. 
Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.